Welcome to another episode of Free Basketball March Madness Edition. We are picking the South region in this episode, and I am joined once again by Mr. Bracketology himself, Daniel Greer. How are you, sir? Well, hello, everybody. I'm really good. That's my nerd bracketology voice. Uh, okay, I thought that was—I couldn't tell if that was an impression of the guy who actually does the bracketology. I cannot think of his name right now, uh, or if that was just your, you know, morning. Joe Lenardi. Joe Lenardi. That's it. Yeah. But we're gonna break down the South region here. Um, like I've said in previous pods, if you want to make money, you've got to write these picks down. Um, thanks for tuning in to all these, having a lot of fun doing these, getting geared up for Friday, or I guess Thursday, if you're into the whole first four thing. Um, but hopefully we have a good March Madness, and here is what's going to happen in the South region. Before we get into it, Daniel, what is your favorite matchup from this South region? Villanova and Winthrop because I think this has upset potential all over it. And I think this game Mm. will have the most money bet on it in either way, because I think you're going to have a lot of money coming on Winthrop. And then in the end, the day of Villanova is going to fill the ballot box, as they say. Oh, so if you were a betting participant, Mm. legal in Tennessee, must be 18 or over. Um, or maybe 21 older. I think it's 21. Uh, <laughs> um, what is your money on? Are you a believer in the high Man. of Winthrop in the classic 512 upset? Woo. Um, it's tough. So Villanova is having issues right now. Um, and so I would say without their main guy, there's a, it's plus six, six and a half. Winthrop's played well. Um, they are, you know, 23 and one for a reason. Villanova has been struggling. So at plus six and a half, I kind of like Winthrop. And you know what? I got money in this account. Let's do it live on the air. $20 to win thirty-eight twenty. <laughs> Should I push the button? I'm Why not? It pushing it right now pay for that gas pay for that gas give me another week gas take your kid to daycare (laughs) the the gas is pretty cheap it's around the corner (laughs) but i just did it here's my thoughts i love this matchup too I love this matchup, too, of Villanova and Winthrop. They are obviously everyone's favorite 12-5 upset. I, I guarantee you everyone's going to be on Winthrop. This is why I'm going to go opposite the public. Um, Villanova is still a very good team. Yes, they lost one of their top players in Colin Gillespie, their actual point guard. But, I mean, I could make a debate for their best players being Jeremiah Robinson Earl and Jerome uh, Samuels. So I think they've needed a couple games to figure this out. I like Winthrop a lot, but does this not kind of set up, because it sets up the narrative. Everything that I like to look at when I bet about March Madness is a lot of narrative involved. And isn't this the perfect narrative kind of situation for Villanova? We lost Gillespie. 
everyone wrote us off. We had a rough couple last game of the season. We lost in the uh, Big East tournament to Georgetown. Now everyone's writing us off to lose against Winthrop. Isn't this the perfect underdog? Nobody believes in us. They're not even underdogs, obviously, if they're higher seed. But nobody believes in us to win this game, let alone make the Sweet 16. Could you not make the case that Villanova is the story out of this bracket to potentially make the Sweet 16, or do you think that is too far? No, they have potential um, because realistically, as you win that first game, you feel good about yourself, and it's a Purdue or North Texas team that is okay. Both are both are you know, a solid teams, but nothing you know fancy. You're not running up against a, a huge blue blood, so easily they can make it. But I, I see what you're saying. But when I look at this Villanova team, they've lost three out of the last five. Like that's just. It just screams that they're not the same team um, without their point guard. And so I say, um, give me Winthrop. But if you want to go with Villanova, I'm fine with that. Um, Just hopefully if Villanova does win, it's by six or less. (laughs) What about this region in general? Is this a fun region to you? Is there a lot of upset potential or is it pretty boring, going to go pretty chalk? You know, it could go chalk, but I think these are going to be really good games. Um, Arkansas, Colgate, the line opened at an over-under of 157. It's now at 164. Like, that's yeah. that's huge. That's, that's a seven-point increase, but just that much of an increase. That means they're both going to be in the 80s. That's going to be a fun game. Ohio State, Oral Roberts. Oral Roberts is a a very good team. They're going to give uh, Ohio State a run for their money early on. Utah Utah State, Texas Tech is is good. These are a lot of good matchups. Baylor is going to win their game, I imagine, by the 20-plus, but that's going to be the only team that really runs away in this bracket. I think all these are solid teams, but they're a little boring minus Colgate and Arkansas. Um, so that's the only problem mm. that they're going to have in this bracket. Mm. So I, I love the upset potential of this bracket. I agree. It is a high probability to go chalk, but I think the chances of this flipping it upside down, like the East bracket, you know, that we did together, these are the two brackets. These are two regions to me that could flip the tournament upside down and make it, you know, what everybody's talking about, but it also has the ability to just be the one versus two in the elite eight. And it's just whatever. Um, So this is a very X factory kind of region here. So let's get into actual games. I'd be curious if we have, I I think we might have a lot of differing opinions in this one. Um, but I think we'll both agree on the one sixteen matchup: Baylor versus Hartford. Give me Baylor. Yeah, um, Baylor all the way. Every time I've written all my notes with Baylor and done my figuring and all that kind of stuff, I've written Butler. So in every page, I have a scribbled over Butler trying to make it into Baylor. Um, anyways. Uh, the eight versus nine, North Carolina versus Wisconsin. Wisconsin kind of left for dead after the very poor end of the season that they had. Um, do you believe UNC on the late? Um, these are kind of two different teams. One had a good start. One had a poor start. 
One is finishing poor. One is finishing strong. Do you believe in UNC as the finishing strong team? Yep. I think UNC is a very good team. And I think they're much better than Wisconsin. And I think it'll show second half a uh, 10-point win by UNC. Mm. This is an interesting matchup to me because Wisconsin is kind of the, like, they're three and seven in their lifetime games. So they, things are not going well. So they are senior-laden team. I think UNC, their weak point is Wisconsin's strength, and that's guard play. But Wisconsin will not be able to match their post play. So they mm. kind of cancel each other out. So I'm, I'm not sure where I'm leaning on this one. I actually kind of like Wisconsin to be the left for dead team that just wins. But I can never pick against UNC in an eight seed spot, especially right. if I think they might knock off the number one seed next round. Uh-oh. Oh. Um, so uh, we'll take UNC here. Um, now here's the one we just talked about. 512 Villanova Winthrop. Who do you actually have here? You know, I'm going to back Winthrop. I think Villanova is a good oh. team. I just think that without their point guard, times will get tough. Winthrop is a is a good team. I'm not saying they're a better team overall, but if you're coming in there limping, give me the team that's only lost one game this year. No matter the competition, give me the give me the one lost team. Hmm. I, I I love Winthrop. I think I'm in my brackets going to pick Nova, but I totally get the pick on Winthrop. A five twelve happens seems to be every year, so we'll stick with Winthrop here. This is to win people money. Um, the four twelve Purdue North Texas is this one as easy as it looks, or is there more to it? So North, North Texas is very good, um, but they've they've not been as consistent as one would want to hope. Um, Purdue. This is a boring team that's just going to just churn out wins. And I, I, I think this Purdue team takes out North Texas. I don't know the line on this game, but I, I, I imagine it's a six or seven point game. And so Purdue mm. uh, over North Texas. Here's what I like about North Texas is they knocked off Western Kentucky and that uh, whatever that is, CUSA or whatever that league is. Um, and I would have probably picked Western Kentucky to at least win a game in this tournament. Um, North Texas is an upset candidate, play three or shoot threes well, play really good defense. They played in the regular season. Here's what I'm looking at for upsets are guys that actually are teams that actually played somebody in the regular season. The beginning of the season, they actually played Arkansas, Loyola, Chicago, and West Virginia. Did not get blown out in any of them. Most of them were six to nine point losses. And I think they almost beat Loyola. So this is a team that, yes, they probably had a lull in the middle of the season, a little inconsistent, of course, but they came together at the right time and won that championship over a good Western Kentucky team that I thought was very, very good. Um, I actually like the upset here. I think this would be the flip-flop, the tournament upside down. Um, and this is, if our picking, this is how I think Nova will get into the Sweet 16, is because North Texas, <clears throat> North Texas upsets Purdue. Wow. But like it. That's that's the six shooter in me, and we're gonna stick with Purdue for our bracket. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
for the 611 matchup, Texas Tech versus Utah State. I think Texas Tech is uh, the most consistent team in this bracket, so I'm going to go with Texas Tech. Ooh, I like Texas Tech. I don't like much about Utah State. No. bunch of goofy kids on the wing and one good center, but the center does just basically swallow everything that's around the rim or within the three-point line. So he's incredible on defense, but he's got like – when he runs, he looks like he knocks his knees together. Like he just looks <laughs> uncomfortable at all times. But he's really, really good. So, um, But I still like Texas Tech. 3C versus the 14 seed, Arkansas versus Colgate. They think this is everyone's other – upset potential everyone saw the numbers on colgate they were like eighth and net they played 14 or 15 games against terrible competition are you buying colgate as an upset because of the scoring prowess is this an actual threat to arkansas do you think arkansas is for real i think arkansas is good enough to um pull out the win here i do like colgate in the uh my upset bracket um, I definitely had Colgate over Arkansas uh, to get those extra bonus points. But in the end, I think Arkansas is a good team. And so give me Arkansas. If they're able to score as they normally should be able to, I think Arkansas wins this. Yeah, the only thing that's going to separate this game from Colgate is Arkansas actually plays defense. And I feel like they're going to be able to score a will on a bunch of white kids. <laughs> so is there a potential for this game to be close? Like the only thing I might look at in this game is maybe a first half line where Colgate might cover, you know, whatever it is, the nine and a half or 10 and a half, because it might have a slow start. But ultimately I think Arkansas wins this game. I think Colgate is wildly overrated for playing 15 games against nobody's. Um, but the seven, 10 matchup, Florida, Virginia tech. Are you watching a second of this rock fight? Just because you're a Gator fan? Uh, I am not. I'm a Gator football fan. Don't really follow the basketball team. Um, I don't know much <laughs> about them besides the guy uh, elbowed somebody in the uh, tournament. Don't even know his name. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I, uh, I'll take Florida. I think they've been the higher ceiling team out of these two teams. So give me Florida. Mm, I like that. I think Florida is. Definitely the winner. Virginia Tech plays some incredible defense, but I only think they go like five or six deep. And you need the bodies against Florida. Right. Um, so the two versus 15, Ohio State, Oral Roberts. This 215 upset rarely happens, but yeah. when it does, it's amazing. Is this one of them? You know, I had not heard a ton about Oral Roberts prior to today on the locker room. Um, and one guy kind of broke down a little bit about Oral Roberts and how, how well coached and how well they play. But in the end, you can't be that well coached and that, you know, play that well. If you're 16 and 10 in some crappy conference, you're probably playing in. So give me Ohio state. They're probably playing a much better and they're probably more athletic than this, uh, than Oral Roberts team. Yeah. Oral Roberts plays, uh, pretty fast, shoot a lot of threes. They don't really get to the free throw line a lot, which is kind of weird for a team that plays fast and shoots threes. And Ohio State, I just – I have really, like, fallen out of love with this team over the past week. I just don't love the way they play. They do play a little different. Thank God they play like Bama, the four or five out, and they are pace and space. But I just don't think they have the quality of shooters that Bama has. 
Mm. If I'm picking any major upset to flip the tournament upside down on its head, I'm going to ride with Oral Roberts because Ooh. I do see a world where Ohio State isn't hitting their shots and Waddell is in foul trouble and they don't have anything past Waddell um, and Oral Roberts just bombarding them from three, getting up and down, not letting Ohio State set up their defense and um, – like it comes down to the final minute and it truly is just sheer luck. Um, so if I'm picking a giant upset, this is the one I'm circling. Wow. And I have not committed to it yet, but so for right now, we're going to go with Ohio state, but I am very, I, I'm looking more closely at this matchup because this is, I think this is the most susceptible two seed two fifteen matchup if there were to be one. Um, So next round, Baylor versus North Carolina. Baylor has not been playing well, but I think the tournament is the right time to kind of put your foot on the pedal. So I'll take Baylor over UNC or Wisconsin, whoever comes out of that. Um, UNC is good. they, They don't have the same talent as they normally have. And Baylor is the much better team and they can smother you on defense. So give me Baylor. Yeah, I agree. Baylor all the way over either one of them. Uh, Winthrop versus Purdue. Is this a cakewalk for Purdue, or is Winthrop that magic team that makes the Sweet 16? You know, a lot of times these second games um, can really flip on their head um, because you're not expecting to you know play against somebody who's very different. But I think Purdue is so old school – uh, they're coached pretty well, so I, I'll take Purdue in this matchup. Uh, no matter if it's Winthrop or Villanova, give me Purdue. Mm, I like it, especially for that matchup. Um, I just haven't committed. I haven't even committed to Purdue being there <laughs> in that <laughs> spot yet. Uh, but Texas Tech, Arkansas, I think this is a phenomenal matchup here. Yeah, uh, probably Potential. the best. Best matchup out of the second round, if it was Arkansas-Texas Tech, um, no matter if it's Colgate or Arkansas, I like Texas Tech uh, to go over. Man, I like that one, too. I like Texas Tech. I have Texas Tech surprisingly going pretty far. I'll be interested to see if you are matching me in that sentiment. Um, Florida-Ohio State. Ohio State, they barely get past ORU. Are they getting stopped by Florida? No, I think they're much better, I, and I think they uh, Florida can easily win that game, uh, but I, I'll take Ohio State there. Uh, Florida's not consistent enough. Uh, the whole reason they're 14-9, and nine, so give me uh, Ohio, Ohio State there. All right. Sweet 16, Baylor-Purdue. Is this finally when the one seed gets knocked off? Nope, not quite yet. I think Baylor is um, – they're too deep too athletic for this Purdue team. So um, I'm going to take Baylor all day against the Purdue matchup. Per- Baylor to the elite eight, or if you're reading my writing, it always says Butler. Um, <laughs> Texas tech versus Ohio state. Is this where the road ends for Ohio state? I like Texas tech, but I got to oh. ride with Ohio state. Oh, <laughs> That I, I, really oh, burst my <laughs> balloon. <laughs> I do like Texas Tech. So uh, if you want to take them over Ohio State, I, 
you know, I could change, you could change my mind. So change my mind. <laughs> I just like Chris Beard. The only problem with Texas Tech is they have Mac McClung, who I think is super annoying, um, and left Georgetown, and now Georgetown made the tournament. So he's a Patrick Ewing theory candidate for a guy who left Patrick Ewing's team, which I think is like Inception, like the movie Inception. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think that's pretty awesome. But I just like Texas Tech. I think they're super versatile. They play great defense. The only problem is the scoring. And uh, that is that is where you can get caught in the NCAA tournament is if, yeah, you can play defense, but if you just cannot put points up, then you're going to be in a dogfight every game. And how long does your luck really last? Yeah. I mean, are we going to see the same kind of luck that Virginia had two years ago when they won a championship where they barely got out of the <laughs> Sweet 16 against Purdue or whatever it was, um, and then they just barely got by Auburn? Um, so I, I just don't see that kind of luck for Texas Tech. So I'm fine with Ohio State right here, which leads us to Baylor, Ohio State. We talked about how the upset potential of this bracket is very high. The also the very chalkiness of this bracket is very high, and we have gone completely, almost completely chalk. So the right. one versus two. Yep, two. I, I would have to go Does Baylor. Does it at all, or is the one seed destined to be out? Yeah, Baylor's my my team here. Um, I think they have the highest ceiling out of the entire right side of the brackets. Both, if they can play up to their potential. Baylor can go to the championship game, so send them to the Final Four. Woo! Baylor makes the Final Four. Do you have uh, – well, let me look at this real quick. Baylor is plus 160 to win that region. I don't know if that's worth it for you to throw any money on. Mm -hmm. um, Ohio State's plus 300. Who is the crazy underdog out of this group that you think could make it that would be worth uh, a dime on? Wow. Um, just looking through these, I, North Carolina would hold um, the same path um, as Baylor if they can upset them in the second round. Because if you talk about North Carolina and Purdue, you could talk me easily into North Carolina over Purdue. And then you're talking about North Carolina over a Texas Tech or Ohio State. I I could say... North Carolina at 12 plus 1250. Uh, Villanova is the exact same, but I'd say give me North Carolina plus 1250. Um, that's not terrible. Uh, if you put $10 on that for the people at home that can't count, you would bring home $135. So um, I'm not sure if that's in the wheelhouse of a $10 bet, but it's definitely well worth it in my eyes. I agree. I, I like that bet. If you were to throw anything on a long shot in this region, I think this is the most realistic. Besides that, I like Texas Tech. And uh, the number I had was that plus 900. That may have moved since I last checked. Um, these are numbers I had from just earlier today, but they're always moving. So, uh, But Texas Tech would be my kind of long shot if you wanted to make it plus 900. So that is the South region. Do you have any other thoughts about that before we go, Danny? 
No, I think it is a, a good matchup, as we talked about earlier. Um, I think you could see a, an upset, but these teams are going to marry each other, and they're all pretty well coached in this, so um, it's not going to be the most fun bracket, but they're, these games are coming down to the, to the, to the line. If you want to put some money, look at the plus odds in the entire tournament. I think these games are going to kind of come down to, you know, four or five points. Um, and so the plus lines minus the one seeds, I think are uh, might be in your best interest if you're a betting person. Yeah, I, I think my favorite is, I don't know if it's moved since I last looked at it, but Oral Roberts at a plus 16 or 17 and a half. Give me that one all day. I love it. Um, that is and just keep riding it just keep rolling it over to different ones throughout the day <laughs> so uh but thanks for tuning in again daniel thanks for being on to break down another region man hopefully uh they're all winners in our eyes even if they lose they're close near and dear to our heart uh take it all to the bank send us a gratuity if you get it um from our pick selections but thanks for being on again daniel thanks for following us and keep following the uh free basketball page and we will be on the locker room 7 p.m every thursday talking about nba we are are an nba podcast um that this is just special for march because march is a special month so see you daniel see you